I haven't given up on anything. I haven't given up on any of my goals from when I was 21. All I've realized is that it doesn't matter whether I accomplish them or not. And when I've realized that, when that clicked, that was the most liberating feeling. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of The Creative Truth. Today I'm going to try something a little different. Typically I'll have a guest on the show, and today I just want to talk to you about something that is pretty important, and it's been important to me. And my motivation behind it is I have uh, two cousins that are almost exactly 10 years younger than me. So they're just going into their 20s, and um, they're you know, in school, just out of high, you know, a couple years out of high school, in college, figuring it out. Then we have uh, the pandemic going on, people are at home. And as well as, uh, so in addition to my cousins, as well as some other young people in my life that struggle or have struggled um, with their career, with what they want to do, with depression. And um, so today is 3.30. 2021. It's March 30th. It's the third month of my 30th year on earth. Um, and, uh, I was kind of dreading turning 30 just cause it's a big milestone, a big number. And what I have realized is that I'm happier now at 30 than I was the entire duration of my adult life. Um, and it's it's a just a really good feeling when i was younger i put a lot of pressure on myself to be uh the best and i uh i kind of like was a screw off in high school getting you know b's and c's cuz i didn't know what i wanted to do and um and then as I got into college, I went for, I was, I started, I got into videography by skateboarding and filming skateboarding and I went to school for broadcasting, started to like that. I'm one of the fortunate few that actually ends up in a program that is right for me. And it's something that I end up doing later on. And that's pretty atypical. So I'm fortunate there. And uh, then as I started to progress, I took on some internships. I started to get good grades, but I partied pretty hard uh, in college. And then um, I ended up interning for David Letterman, which I've talked about on the show in the past. And I just set the standard for myself really high. And uh, this is when I was like 19, 20, 21 years old. And I figured I would have built a successful business in my 20s. I really thought that by 30, I'd be, I'd have a million dollars and I thought I'd be married and I'd have children and I'd have, you know, all the things of like the traditional, typical American dream and, um, you know, be able to support my parents and, and do all the things that, I mean, if you're, if you're in your early twenties or whatever, if you think you can do those things, I mean, maybe you can, but the the chances are slim and really the motivation is not right. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Um, as I started to get a little more recognition for maybe it was like, I learned a new song on the guitar 
or you know i got the internship in new york city and i went off on my own the people that were there and supportive of me were really happy for me and if i if i didn't do those things those people those same people would still be really happy for me and the people that aren't necessarily good influences in my life maybe weren't happy for me but those same people if I didn't accomplish these big things, even if I did accomplish them, they're still the haters. You know, they're going to say like, you know, well, it wasn't this show or like it was just an internship or like, you know, it's not a big deal. And so those are forces and perspectives from outside of yourself that can create this kind of negative energy and negative feedback system um, and I think it's also it's exacerbated with COVID. It's exacerbated with social media. Uh, this echo chamber of positivity and this false sense of self that we see on social media. And for me, it took a lot of self exploration, um, self discovery, and just really. I think talking to people and trying things to get to the point where I can say like for the first time in my adult life, like I'm happy and, um, it feels really good. I think as a kid, I was happy as, as many of us are. Um, and as I got into my late teenage years, you get that teenage angst, it's standard, but there's, it's, it's 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 normal but there's pressure and it's perceived external pressure um but really what i grew to realize is that all of those those high standards and expectations that i felt like i had to live up to were set by myself and that the people that are the positive influences in my life um we're going to be happy for me no matter what I decided to do or not do and whatever career I decided to pursue and however much money I made or didn't make. And, um, and that the people that are going to be talking negatively and not supportive of you and your, and your goals, you don't need them in your life. And, uh, it's easier said than done, but, but it's, it's just absolutely essential. Um, it's it's a point of vulnerability for me because I can say now that I look back on my 20s that for the majority of my 20s, I was depressed. I was in a state of depression. Uh, really, I had like two deep states of depression. And I think like the year 2014 was one was one year where I was just in like a very self-destructive um, state. And it culminated with me uh, partying too hard, drinking too much alcohol, and uh, getting into an accident where I uh, jumped off of a parking structure and I cracked my chin, my jaw, and I, I gave up drinking for a year. And this is in my mid-20s, and I thought, maybe I'm an alcoholic. Um, and I had committed to giving up alcohol for a year and it took about a month for me to realize okay I'm not an alcoholic I can do this um 
why am I acting like this? What's going on? And what I realized is that I was depressed. And so, well, what are you depressed about? At the time, I had a good paying job. I was in Los Angeles, so I was on vacation. And um, I owned a home. And, you know, life was seemingly good. I was basically just working and saving up money for retirement, fixing my house. Um, so I began to, you know, it's about halfway through my 20s, figure out like, well, what's wrong with me? <laughs> um, and then the second period of deep depression was in 2018. So this is, um, it's convenient, like, I turned 28 in 2018. I turned 30 in 2020. Um, so it's uh, in 2018, I was 27, turning 28. And um, I was in a bad relationship. I uh, I had uh, racked up a lot of bad debt. And, um, you know, I had had and still have people coming after me for, you know, settling these bad debts from years ago. Um, and I, uh, had sold the house that I had worked on for a long time and, um, you know, lost a lot of money there. And, you know, so I was still at a a negative net worth and, uh, not married in a, in an unhealthy relationship. And, um, yeah, life was, life was bad. Like, I mean, I, I perceive life to be, to be really bad. And, um, I had a lot of good things going for me, but I was just too deep in my own sense of self to to know it, um, to know how good things actually were, and um, and because I mean I, I thank my family for raising me in a um, in a house where we do have a really strong support system but i've i have said this to a couple people before but not really like in a public format but like if there was a point in my life where i was at my worst and there was like you know it was the the thought of like killing myself was daily it was um it wasn't something i ever planned to do it was just something that was a, a reoccurring thought every day like there's no way out and no one and and it's crazy because I talked to people that were in my life and they would say we had no idea uh, anything was wrong and uh I know I know a lot of people can relate to that feeling um not everyone I know some people that haven't gone through that really deep dark place where you're on your own um but for those of you listening that have been there um I think that I think that me just coming out and telling that story will be, um, you know, useful in that you're, you're not alone. Um, I'm an outwardly very happy extroverted guy and, um, you know, fun time. I love to, you know, still now, like I love to have a beer and, you know, go out. I'm down for, to go on adventures. Um, more so now than ever, just because I am in a good spot finally. But, um, but a lot of people probably didn't know or, or, and really, I didn't really realize the depth of, of how, of how deep down in the hole I was emotionally. And, um, 
so yeah, I, I struggled with depression for probably the, the you know, a, a decade and um, all of my 20s. So that's why I'm, that's really the, my motivation behind creating this video um, is because I can truly say that I, I, I'm out of that and I haven't figured everything out, but a lot of it is just that I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm accepting of the unknown currently. So um, I think that my high sense of um, a high standard that I set for myself in part came from this youthful optimism and having a sense of ego, um, which people that know me well know that I, you know, I do have this sense of self-confidence that I can exude. Um, some, I don't know, some people might not know that, might not get that from me. Um, but the people that know me well know that I, I, I'm competitive and I love, you know, I, I do have a sense of who I am and I'm not willing to budge in some areas. Um, so I had this youthful, I had this youthful optimism, which is very common too. that. Like when I get out of, when I get out of school, I'm going to be like a big lawyer or I'm going to, you know, make a million dollars or I'm going to be on TV and, um, you know, I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to make movies. And it isn't until you get out of school and you get into the workplace that you realize that it doesn't always go that way. It doesn't. And the thing is, it, it might eventually, but it doesn't ha It never happens as fast as we want it to. Or in the cases that it does, it's very rare, but they're the most talked about. So you might have peers that, you know, hit it big on social media or, um, you know, start a family young or whatever, whatever goal you're working towards. There's going to be other people that you see in your circles that are doing the things that you want to be doing. And time has told now that I'm, you know, been through my twenties that a lot of times people are either rushing things and they're compensating for lacking in another area of their life. If they lack love, they could rush into a home and that, you know, into a family. And that sometimes ends with divorce. It sometimes ends with addiction or worse. And, um, so you know, when you look at other people, when you look at your peers and it seems like they have everything figured out and they've got it all together, it's almost like the more, um, the more they seem to have it together, sometimes the more superficial it really is. Um, there are exceptions. I, I know some just really good people that, um, just have it together and like, God bless them. <laughs> I'm not one of them. Uh, but, uh, there's really no, there's no right time, there's no right path, and there's no right age. There's no right age to get married. There's no right age to be making uh, $80,000. I thought like, oh, I'll start my first job at $40,000, and then in a couple years, I'll you know, I'll double that and I'll be making six figures and you know, on my way to making a million dollars. By, you know, I, I thought I'd have a million dollars by 30. Again, I, I said that before, but it's just, when you're 21, it seems like 10 years is a long time. But then when you turn 30, you're like, wow, that happened so fast. Um, and, uh, you know, I still do want to do a lot of those things. I would love to make a movie someday. I'd love to, um, have a family someday, but I'm not going to say, well, like, oh, I need to, because, um, because I'm 30 or because I'm 26, I need to like settle down or whatever. You got plenty of time. 
Um, so as far as like feeling getting older, uh, like hitting 30, I don't know if there's a difference, um, between guy men and women. Um, and you know, a lot of this, a lot, as I mentioned before about the not realizing how good my life actually was, that comes from the ego. It comes from the privilege, you know, um, it, that we all have. And, um, it comes from break, you know, you resolve it by kind of determining what they are. If you think you don't have privilege, are you listening to this on a f- smartphone? I mean, are you watching this on YouTube with 4g data, a data plan, like on your phone? I mean, we all, we all have it. If you're, if you're listening to this, you know, your, your life, it might seem really rough right now, but we have a lot of blessings around us in the form of food and clothing and family and friends. And, and, and I've got, I'm looking at my beautiful puppy dog sleeping and she's, her legs shaking right in front of me. And she's been like a wonderful companion for me for the last couple of years. And like, I'm grateful for her and I'm grateful that, um, you know, when I go home to see my parents, I, I never worry about like, what am I going to get fed? I'm worried about like, I'm going to gain 10 pounds because my mom's such a good cook, you know? Um, so there's just having, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to even explain the point, what you have to go through to, to realize that sense of gratefulness. And I, I hope I'm not sounding like, oh, just be grateful for what you have in a a condescending way. Cause that's not where I'm coming from. I'm just saying I had to realize that all it's not that my hardships were self fabricated, but it's just that I was, they distracted me from the good that was around me. Um, the other thing is, um, yeah. And if you have any like questions, I'm happy to talk. And if you want to reach out, like if you are feeling depressed, I'll talk to you personally. If you're struggling with hitting your goals, um, and they all these you can read all the business books you want, like about setting goals and parameters and you know the steps that you have to take to hit your goals. Sometimes shit happens. Sometimes things don't go the way we want them to go. Sometimes you're almost there and then the floor falls out from underneath you. Um and sometimes you build scar tissue from that. And sometimes you are able to maintain this sense of optimism. But I'm here if you want to reach out and talk to me. Just know you're not alone. Um, as far as aging, my physical, my physical sense of self, I feel um, – I just feel good. I mean I've had some like back problems and my eyes went last year at 29 – but and like you know my hairline's like starting to go up a little bit but because i'm so i'm such in a in a better place emotionally that the physical part of myself isn't um as important as it was prior and so it's just like i'm going to if yeah i'm going to get wrinkles yeah I, I got a veneer this year i are two veneers so these these teeth aren't even real i mean um we fall apart, you know, things break, but, um, I'm also working towards just exercising more and, and, and eating healthier. And it's like the, all the advice that we got 
it turns at some point you realize, oh, there's a reason why people give that advice all the time. I got to work on my posture. That's definitely another thing. Um, but uh, but I think if you're emotionally in a good place, if you're wondering like, why do I feel sad all the time? I thought I really thought I was like, I don't know what it means to be happy because I've never been happy. I was happy as a kid, I, I, but I've never been happy in my adult life. And I said this like just over a year ago. It wasn't until I was 29 that I, I, I hit I, I hit rock bottom emotionally and there was no way to go but up. Um, and turning 30, it's like I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not even a young adult. I'm just like a straight up adult. I'm an adult human being. I can run a company. I can buy a house. I can rent a car. I can go to the bar and order drinks. I can do whatever I want. And people don't care. People don't care if I'm successful. People don't care if I fail. People don't care if anyone listens to this. I don't care if anyone listens to this. People don't care, you know, what shoes I wear. Uh, what I'm saying is the people that matter don't care. People will assert their opinion, but it's usually a reflection of themselves and a, and a, and a um, they're projecting um, in confidence they have in themselves. So when people are leaving bad comments or saying negative things, and that's the thing with, again with social, like a lot of this, I feel like you see on social media um, because it's you know you wouldn't you couldn't say some of the things that people say on social media in person because you get fucking punched in the face. And we're, we're lacking some of that. Like people need to get smacked around. <laughs> I'm not advocating violence. I'm just saying like um, people are going to say bad things, but those are not the people you should be listening to. The people that matter don't, they're going to love you regardless. And if you feel like the people in your life expect something higher of you and they, you let them down or they, um, they don't want you to succeed I mean, it's time to just evaluate who you're surrounding yourself with, um, because the 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 best people in your life, you can say, "Hey, I I got a I got you know I got a raise, or I learned a new song on guitar, or whatever," and they're happy and like they're like that's awesome. Like how long? It, they're just excited for you, no matter how small the the accomplishment is. Um, I made a lot of bad choices. I made a lot of bad financial choices. I made a lot of bad relationship choices. Um, I think in general, I, I, I'm a nice person and I see the best in people. And um, I don't regret anything. If I could go back and live my life over again, knowing what I know now, I do things very, very differently. Um, but that's also just part of your 20s. Uh, you know, if you... I think it's just like the seeds you're planting in your early twenties are, they start to germinate and spread out. Um, and it takes, it could take a decade to really see the results of what you're planting now. Um, so when I gave up drinking, for example, when I was 24, that was me correcting the course of my life because I was headed down a path that was kind of deep and dark. And it was, it was interesting because the same year I had two friends, one friend got in a car accident, um, a a great friend of mine. And, um, this person hurt the passenger and had to give up 
alcohol and substances by via court order. And so that was a little bit of a different scenario. And another friend um, just was partying too much and was like, listen, I know you, you're not, uh, you're at birthdays, your birthday, bachelor parties, funerals, and I noticed you don't drink any alcohol at all. And it was tough, you know, it's tough to know what to do with your hands. Um, but this person said, like, I feel like I've been partying too much and I'm going down a bad path. What what can I do? And so that was like really a p- affirmative moment for me because um, as negative as my experience was up to that point and, ma- and feeling weak in that I had to give up alcohol because like I, for whatever reason, couldn't handle it, um, uh, that turned into a moment of strength in that I could help somebody else with my experience. And that is something you'll realize is that like all the moments of the lowest points are going to be the things that define you later on, um, in, in your relationships, in your choices, in your party. you know, I partied so hard in college. Like people knew me for that. Um, and I, it's probably why my eyes went and my back started to go bad. It's like, it's, it's like, yeah, when you suntan too much, you get melanoma. When you don't brush your teeth, you get bad teeth. And it's when, you know, and we can deny that and just pretend that it, sometimes it is external factors, but a lot of the times this, the, Roosters that come home are the ones that we hatched, you know, so and that's it's a tough realization and it can be a negative realization, but it can also be really, really um, positive to know that like we are in control Um, on the on the subject of no one caring. I remember a, a speaker coming to my college and talking. She's saying, I had all these goals to like be in Hollywood, and now I'm just like a mom. And I, and I was like 21 you know, 20 when I heard this woman talk, and I didn't really understand what she meant. She was saying like – what I heard was she settled on all of her goals, and she, um, she gave up. That's what, I, that's what I got out of it. <laughs> and I was like – well, I don't, that's not very inspiring to me because I'm going to go out and conquer the world. I'm going to be the big fish and everyone's going to know who I am. I'm going to be rich, famous. Um, what I realized she meant is that even if you are successful, no one cares. The people, the people that are around you that will care about the small accomplishments will care the same amount your mom's not going to love you anymore because you have a million dollars or because you are a big movie director. Your friends and your aunts and your uncles, like they're not going to like you anymore. And the rest of the people, the haters, the, the people who, aren't, who are less than positive influences in your life, they're not going to care either. They're not going to be supportive of you, basically. So think about why you want to do the things you, you think you want to do. And then realize, is it for me, is it for myself, or is it for other people? Doing things, you know, buying things that we don't care about for people we don't care about, you know, and, and, and setting goals and living our lives to please others in, in a not positive way. Um, and then when you realize, like, 
oh, I don't have to do anything. I could be a bum and my mom's still going to love me. And the people I care about, my best friends, they're still going to care for me and wish the best for me. And it's not, it's not even, it doesn't feel like I haven't given up on anything. I haven't given up on any of my goals from when I was 21. All I've realized is that it doesn't matter whether I accomplish them or not. And when I've realized that, when that clicked, that was the most liberating feeling. Um, and I've begun to see all the wonderful things around me. And I've let go of the negative outside influences. And I've began to just submit myself to God, right? But don't take that. Don't stop there. Don't stop listening. I've, I've started to um, move like a jellyfish. I've started to meditate. I've started to basically just, instead of fighting the surf, to just relax and float on my back and let it and rock with the waves of my life. And by not fighting the ocean, by not fighting the things that I perceive as bad, you know, the big waves that come crashing down on my life, and this, the harshness of the sand and trying to swim against the grain and, 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 the, and the surf, I just relax and I can sit back and I can look around and I can make smarter, wiser decisions about where I want to go moving forward. And I can decide if I want to swim or if I just want to let the surf carry me there. It doesn't matter what you call it, but you get to this, I, I hope you get to this point of inner peace and of just knowing that like, it doesn't matter where I go it, because the things that, and this is, doesn't have to even be religious. Uh, it, it can just be whatever your your life philosophy is. Um, this acceptance of uh, just the way things present themselves to you. And then it opens up your eyes to new opportunities. And so what's happened to me is I have now I have the confidence I didn't have in my early 20s. I have the esteem of, well, he's not a kid. He's a, he's a man. Uh, so I had the support of peers in my community and people that were like, you know, higher than me in a social hierarchy. They see me and they recognize me for, for being a professional. Um, and I have a vision for what I want my life to be. And I have the support system I always had. Nothing's changed there. No one's opinions of me have changed for the better or worse of the people that matter. The people that don't matter, I mean, I, you know, some people might like me more than they used to. Some people may, might hate me more. Um, but like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And when you when you give when you let go of that feeling, um, it's it's absolutely liberating. And then you're only working for yourself and the people you love, um, and your community. And and um, so your twenties might 
suck ass. Your 20s might be horrible. You might be depressed right now, and you might not even know it. I had good moments. I had tons of good moments. My 20s were fun. I had a lot of good times in my 20s. But overall, I didn't accomplish the things that I thought I wanted to accomplish. Um, and uh, and now I, I'm self-employed. I have a beautiful dog. Um, I live in the city I want to live in. I'm producing a podcast and I get great guests on the show and people might see that and you know, you might be, you might be going, Oh wow. You know, he just started a podcast and like, you know, maybe at some point this podcast will be successful. I don't know if it's not, I don't care. I'm just going to keep doing it. And if it is, don't think for one second that, you know, that it was just like an overnight success because it took a lot to get to this point as financially, spiritually, emotionally, and I have a long way to go. But, uh, so I have goals. I'm not saying I don't have goals. I, I'm just saying that, uh, I'm grateful for the things I have. I have a coffee machine and I have a couch. If I get tired, I can take a nap. I can watch TV. I have internet. I have a, I have a great camera. I have a nice professional microphone. I have people that listen to me and support me. You are the people that matter to me. I mean, if you listen and you don't like what you hear, please let me know and then unsubscribe because <laughs> I, I don't really care. Uh, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to I'm going to keep growing and, and, and learning more about my privilege. I've learned a lot about my privilege in the last two years, and it's not a, not a political thing. It's, it's just like recognizing that like I've been given a lot just based on who I am and where I was born and the family I've had, like, you know, just, just been very, very fortunate, um, and blessed and continue expanding on that emotion. And, um, I want to keep helping younger people. So if you are feeling lost and I can help you listen to the podcast, if you, if you want help getting to where you want to go, you should pursue it. But um, don't think that like don't think that the people that are around you and support you are gonna love you any less. And um, so that's really all I had to say. I'm 30 now. I'm feeling better than ever. I don't have like these crazy goals of like I'm gonna be a millionaire by the time I'm 40 and I'm gonna have a wife and three kids and and you know I'm just gonna let life come as it comes. I'm gonna let things pass as they go. I'm going to let, you know, I'm also getting to a point where the old, my grandparents are getting to the point where they're not going to be around much longer and I can't fight that. There's nothing I can do. I, I, I don't love that, but you know, that'll be something as you get older, it's, there's just a, um, a cycle and, and, and flow of life. It ebbs and flows. There may be times when I feel sad down the road. Um, but I'm, I'm more self-aware and I, um, I know that that too will pass. So thank you for uh, humoring me with this. I know this is a little different than the typical episodes of Creative Truth, um, but uh, I wanted to reflect on my 20s, you know, after being 30 for a couple months and before it passed, too much time had passed. Um, some of these stories I haven't told publicly, um, so I feel pretty vulnerable right now, but um you know, appreciate you listening. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me at wecreatetruth at gmail.com. Um, and uh, you can follow me on all the social medias. And I won't even give the regular 
um, spiel, but I will, um, you know, just keep moving forward with regular episodes. Next week, I have Kate Lance on from the Creative Coast. She's wonderful. Um, she'll talk about building a technology community in your town. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just stop talking. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode of The Creative Truth.